We're living through one of those changes that historians will mark the end of one era and mark the beginning of another. T-E-T-C. The end times continue. Welcome, welcome over to the End Times Continue recording on this, the 18th of June. It is Father's Day. I am Dino, and you are? And I am Ace. Welcome, and happy Father's Day. Yeah, happy Father's Day to everybody. Um, it's, uh, I just got back to my parents' place. I'm, I'm out of town. I'm at my parents' place. I just got back from shooting. I went out shooting with my dad. That was a lot of fun. Very cool. Awesome. What have uh, what have you been up to today, man? Anything for Father's Day or just hanging out? Uh, pretty much just hanging out, just hanging out. Uh, usually for like, you know, those, you know, uh, big days, uh, like my folks just, they, they're not really like, they don't really go out and celebrate. That's just not who we are. Usually we're just like, yeah, we're just going to chill and not do much. Uh, so that, that's usually what happens. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. That's, that's very, yeah. very relaxing. I enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were talking before we started recording. You you didn't see much of what happened last night on the Hell site. Yeah. With regard I know, to... I, I was, there was one of the few times when I was actually, like, blissfully unaware. Yeah. It was great. Um, so, Joe Rogan had RFK on, and RFK talked about mm-hmm. vaccines. Mm-hmm. And are you familiar with this guy? He's I know there's a mower you can hear in the background. I'm sorry about that. I can't I can I can do nothing about it. Um there's a uh You know that guy? He's like a pediatrician. He spoke in front of Congress and stuff, but he talked about vaccines and whatnot and he 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 he's very I, outspoken. I know of him. I know of him, yeah. Well, he decided to do a call-out tweet about how Joe Rogan and RFK are spreading misinform dangerous misinformation and shit. <laughs> and Joe Rogan said, um, I will I will give $100,000 to a charity of your choice if you will come on the show and have a debate with RFK about this. Right. <laughs> and the it, it exploded. The the there were several people who were saying they'll match. So like the 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 amount is up to like 800,000 now. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> You know, even here's the thing, right? Even if you feel like you would lose the debate, I would feel compelled morally just to do it, just to give the money. It's it's kind you're... of a why you not I mean? thing. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like why yeah. why the hell wouldn't I do this? Right. <laughs> the amount of money that's being offered, there's 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 very little reason not to. Not to take them up on it. I mean, the the argument that people are making is like, I, I'm not going to debate with a conspiracy theorist because it legitimizes the thing and blah blah blah. And it's just like, well, I mean, but if you in, think he's wrong, call out, he's already being legitimized in his in his theory by Joe Rogan, so he's already out there, right? Uh, you know, I, so it's <laughs> and not just that, but you did a call out tweet. You legitimized it when you did a call out tweet, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. You brought notice to it by your tweet, so it's like, yeah, it's kind of weird. You've already entered the debate. You're just not doing it formally, mm-hmm. right? That's and that's one of the things that kind of like bothered me about a lot of the reaction to it. Is it's like, well, how are you going to pretend like 
well, if I were to debate him, it would legitimize. How are you going to pretend like that when you just brought it up? You engaged. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. But that's 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 what blew up on Twitter last night, and people were having a lot of fun with it. I think uh, I think Andrew Tate said something like five hundred thousand he would do. Um, uh, uh, Tim Pool said he would do a hundred thousand. So there were a lot of people getting in on this. Yeah, I, I yeah, that's the thing, right? Is that like yeah, if 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 the terms are just yeah, come on, have a debate, uh, and you will pay like at this point like eight hundred thousand dollars to the charity of your choice or whatever. It's like yeah, I do, why wouldn't you do that? That I. You know, you can say that, well, you don't want to legitimize him, but in the argument you or in the debate, you could even, you know, make a few comments here and there that if you wanted to say, well, you're just a conspiracy theorist and make it clear that you're not, you don't view it as if you're on equal ground with this person. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, from his perspective, if we're just thinking from his perspective, it's like, it seems like a no-brainer, which does seem to lead me to believe that he's not as confident in his position. Uh, maybe that's just speculation on my part, but that's that's kind of what it seems. No, it certainly seems like that. And it's the kind of thing where I'm, I'm, I'm just me thinking about it. It's like, what, why wouldn't you do it just for like, and just point out, I'm here for charity. I'm not, I'm not here because, because I think that you have anything to offer to the discourse. I'm here for charity. Right. Because it doesn't, it doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. The argument doesn't make any sense to me that you're going to legitimize it further by debating him because he's already on, like you pointed out, he's already on Joe fucking Rogan, and you already engaged. <laughs> right, and 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 truthfully, you know, uh, for from the audience for the audience's perspective, I don't really know much about RFK. I've seen a few things here and there. I know some people seem to like really be in his corner. Um, that, but I don't really know much about him, so I don't have I don't really have opinions on any of his like policy positions. Do you know what I mean? But I, I just I saw this briefly um, last night, and then uh, Dean, you you brought it up. Uh, that's like, yeah, this this seems to have been a big thing, and you know, it's kind of like the Streisand effect, right? Yep. Where it's like you know, by, by calling it out, you are now bringing more eyes to it, just by saying, hey, look at this bad thing that no one should believe. You know, uh, you can do that, but understand that 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 will also also heighten the reach of the thing you're trying to say. No one should. That's an excellent point. He's responsible for stry sanding the thing. And so is I mean, that Radio Free Tom guy was yelling about it and stuff. And it's like you're bringing more attention to this than it would have had otherwise. I mean, but here's the thing. Let's be honest. Joe Rogan's platform is much larger than Radio Free Tom or that (laughs) asshole pediatrician. Yes. Oh, yes. So it's it's one of those things. that's like, oh, how much are you actually? How much more attention are you actually bringing to it? But I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand the way that people are talking. I think it's, I think they're scared because here's the thing. Even if RFK is a nut, and even if he's a hundred percent wrong on almost everything, the problem mm-hmm. is the five percent he's not wrong on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they're afraid of. I think. Right. I think they're scared to be faced with, even if he's a nut on 95% of everything and totally wrong and absolutely misinformed and just a retard on 95% of everything, the 5% could be very damaging. <laughs> right. I think that's why they're yeah, scared. No, exactly. 
I'm sorry. We've got there's a uh, for anyone listening. There's going to be gaps because there's a little bit of a delay. I'm on a I'm on limited bandwidth. <laughs> on a different connection. Um. Yeah. The uh, that blew up on Twitter, and then there was also. I saw this too, and you sent it to me. There was that speech. The Biden did a gun control speech. <laughs> yes. And he, at one point, I'll play this other clip first. In the in the middle of it, at one point, he decided um, that he was going to talk about stabilizing braces. Mm-hmm. And he was going to talk about how uh, how important it is that we block the use of stabilizing braces and uh firearms policy coalition posted a clip from this that it's going to sound terrible because i'm i'm really janky on this setup right now but i have to play this um this is joe biden describing the function of a stabilizing brace made it hard for people to buy stabilized braces put a pistol on a brace it turns into a gun Makes it more. You can have a higher caliber weapon, a higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. So you put a you put a stabilizing brace on a pistol, and it turns it into a, a gun. Yes, and then it turns into a gun. It wasn't yeah. a gun before. The pistol was not a gun before. But once you have the brace on there, then it's a gun. Then it's a gun, and then it can shoot a higher caliber bullet. So all I need to do to turn <laughs> my nine millimeter into a forty is to put a brace on it. And right. and then and the it, it'll shoot. The, brace, the bigger the caliber. Right. Exactly. So if I put a full on yeah. stock on my pistol, I could I could shoot fifty BMG. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just convert converting all my nine millimeters to ten millimeters by putting braces on them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But you know, the, there's also a sadness to this too because it's like a lot of people just don't understand guns, and they'll hear that and they'll hear those words and they'll hear it in a somewhat authoritative manner, and they'll think like, "Oh, well, of course that's true. Of course." That's oh true. yeah, absolutely. You know? Sure, it turns it into a gun. Well, this is a, what I think he meant to say was, you put a brace on a pistol and it turns it into a rifle. Right. Yeah. I think that's what he meant, but he um, was wrong. And he was dumb, and he mm-hmm. didn't say that. Um, and so he he <laughs> he just embarrasses himself constantly. And you sent another clip from that same speech that he did, where he ends he ends the speech in a strange way. <laughs> uh, let's let's see here. God save the queen. All right, God save the queen, man. What? Fucking what? Now, the weird thing about this is he's, like, pointing in different directions, like, where do I walk? (laughs) One of his handlers runs up and grabs his arm and starts walking him off the stage. Like, this is just sad. Like, it's funny because, you know, he's the president of the United States already, but this is just, like, mental deterioration, like, live. Uh, did, for everyone to see. Did he you forget know? that uh, she's dead? And also, like, you know, why why end it like that? Also, you know, yeah, she's dead, but also why end it like that? Yeah, what's the what's the purpose of that? Yeah, what's the rationale? Uh, you know, like if there's a joke, I'm just missing it. Uh, you know, and that's on me. But still. does he think that's just a cool <laughs> way to end a sentence? 
Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe I'm just going to end all my sentences like that from now on. Uh, God save the queen, man. Every every, every episode, every episode, instead of saying peace, I'll just say God save the queen, man. And that'll be how the episode yeah, ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, for this, it's like, you know, I have to imagine like that just random neurons are just firing in that man's brain and it's just spitting out things ran- at random. Oh like, yeah, no like conscious deliberation. It's just like you know, um, a misfire <laughs> all he the just, way down. He just says words. Yeah, that's all he does. He just says words. Yeah, and hopefully they're they're the right ones. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a. Uh... There was another thing that was happening that uh, you and I both kind of were having a fun time with, and that was mm-hmm. so. There's a new, there's a new grifter who's been gaining, gaining clout. Yes, on the internet, and yeah. she is just every an absolute feed, gift. <laughs> every time I scroll my feed, every time I like update my feed on Twitter, she has a tweet up top at the top of the feed, even though I don't follow her. I don't follow her. I don't even interact with her except for a few quote tweets here and there. Uh, but I, it's just, it, she's everywhere. And I don't know how to get her off my feet outside of blocking her. But a part of me doesn't want to block her because, like, I like to watch the train wreck. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm stuck. Well, she, 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 she tweets all the goddamn time. And it's like, it's like kind of sort of disconnected thoughts that she'll be tweeting, but she has, mm-hmm. she's a, she is a person who, uh, she goes by just pearly things, um, which is a reference to the just girly things. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was a thing that went around, especially on Tumblr and on, and on Pinterest now, but there's just girly things. And then there was a meme account that was just girly things. That was like gross shit. But that's what mm-hmm. she's referencing is that piece of Tumblr culture, that just girly things. Um, but, but that's what she goes by, just pearly things. And she's an absolute grift. She is a, she she's insane. She has takes that are, she wants to be trad so badly. Yes. I, I don't use this term often because I think it's often disparaging and it's not applicable to most women. But this is, she is the quintessential definition of a pick me. Yes. And a pick me for people who aren't familiar with this term is essentially it's usually in it's usually a female who uh, will uh, try to attract the attention of men by shitting on other women. Yes. Uh, right. To say, oh, I'm not like those other women. It's like the male feminist. It's the it's the opposite of like the male feminist or it's well, it's akin to the male feminist who says like, oh, I'm not like those other guys. Yes. You know, or always tries to shit on other men, uh, you know, to impress women. It's, yes. It's the female version of that. Pick me is a female version of that. That's a great um, way to explain it. It's the it's the exact inverse of the male feminist. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, she is just so the worst. She all the time. Yeah, like oh look how trad I am, or look look how much you know I I shit on all these other women, uh you know, or how you or like how um my place as a woman is to always be subservient to a man, uh you know as she's you know <laughs> going out and you know it, it's always funny to me these people who are always like well no our role is to be subservient that's why I'm going to spend all day proclaiming things on Twitter without the authority of a man telling me to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Oh, this is the thing that the thing that brought her to my attention. I, I was aware of her but the thing that brought her into my sort of it made her interesting to me was when she she had tweeted something in the lines of um 
about about how it is wrong for men to say to use the sentence let me ask my wife because it implies some level of subservience to the wife that the husband is like asking permission <laughs> and i'm i'm sitting here saying like well that's not first of all that's not what that means at least not all the time i mean there is the no. trope of the naggy wife who tells you what to do all the time and shit like that but that's just a bad relationship sure. you're in i'm sorry um, the, the, the idea of let me, let me ask my wife, let me check on my wife is, um, she's got the schedule. And so if I've got something going on, I might not know about it. <laughs> right. And also the idea that, you know, it's always this like really insane, like it, it, I don't want to, so I'm, I'm, you know, you can make political, uh, analogies to this, but I don't, I don't want to, because I think that's just kind of lazy, but you know, there's often this idea of like power dynamics where it's like, uh, people think that there is just, you know, the author, the authoritative person and then the submissive person, and yeah. then there's no possibility for cooperation, that cooperation is just a ruse essentially, and that all you have is power dynamics, and on one side you have the authoritative power uh, side and then the submissive power side and that's all they can see it as so when someone says oh let me ask this person or defer to them in their mind since they're not being assertive they must be submissive by definition because that's the only two things that can exist for them this is part of what supports my position that this is actually a thinly veiled kink um oh, yes the yes so my position is that for probably 85 conservatively 85% of the trad LARPers on the internet, their positions and their, their worldview is actually a, thin, a thinly veiled kink. And I can explain yes. why. Because exactly what you just said, they see their relationship with their spouse or, or the significant other or uh, through the lens of a power exchange. Now, yes. a, a power exchange in an intimate relationship like that is the core of um, of uh, BDSM relationships, kink relationships, um, yes. 24-7 uh, dom-sub relationships, things like that. The, mm. the, the, the whole kink is focused on the power exchange. This is a kink. If, if you, if you, if you yeah, are I in... Yeah, and, and and the thing that the thing that sort of revealed this to me was that there's a there is a particular I don't want to call them out because I what I want to do is actually talk about them later uh, once I have sort of compiled some information and 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 sort of you know looked into into them a little more but but there is a particular content creating couple on the internet who they are in a twenty four seven dom sub relationship and they're their whole thing is they they have like this trad sort of content and stuff but like the wife in the relationship like wears a day collar and and it's it's an expression i think this that their sort of trad way of life is an expression of their uh we'll say relationship dynamic does that make sense mhm yes 100% and so to me, if, 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 you're, if your intimate relationships are, are viewed only through the lens of a power exchange, that's kink. That's not yes. a yes. – it, it, and it's not even necessary. and I say that because, like, people who live in 24-7 dom-sub relationships, it's not about getting off all the time. Like, like that's not mm -hmm. really what they're doing even. 
Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it flows into that, but that's not really the focus. And, um, it seems to be the same for these trad LARPers on the internet. Yeah, no, I, I think that's completely correct. Uh, it, it just strikes me as very, like, not how I think. So it, it, it partially is alien to me, but also I can, I can understand it, like, from, you know, uh, viewing it from afar do you know what right I mean? like uh but but I, that's why like I, I i wasn't really in that mindset but when you you guys both pointed that out to me it was like oh my god you know the light bulb uh flashed on it's like it all connected it was like oh okay this all starts to make more sense to me now <laughs> yeah it, uh, it was lady jane who pointed this out to me and 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 i was i was like holy shit <laughs> that's that is absolutely right yeah and so I think that's true for probably, like I said, about 85% conservatively of the trad LARPers are, it's, it's a thinly veiled kink for them. It's, if they were honest and, and, with themselves, it's a kink. Right. And, and Pearly, uh, she was um, saying that, um, today she said something, she was talking about divorce now. Well, divorce should be illegal or whatever, right? Um, we had this discussion a few episodes ago or whatever, but it's, it's important to bring up again, uh, that, uh, you know, well, divorce should be illegal or at least no fault divorce should be illegal. Um, under any circumstances. In the first tweet, she made it seem like it was like just, yeah, no exceptions. But I guess from what people told me, she later walked back and said, well, no, physical abuse is different. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's okay. Sure. But also what about emotional abuse? Like why should, uh, you know, a parent or a child have to endure emotional abuse from a, from, you know, a a spouse or a parent? Right. Uh, You know, (laughs) you know, sure. Physical abuse. I'm I'm glad you accept divorce is okay in those situations, but also uh, emotional abuse shouldn't be uh, discounted either. Yeah. Nor should be, I mean, nor should it really be tolerated. I mean, that's, that's, it, it, she her position on that this is the thing that bothered me is i mean look her comments were full of people who were dunking on her so it's it's not like this is a popular position but right. there were a number of people especially men who were who were who simp for this chick mm-hmm. and and they they were agreeing with this position and one of the things that i was thinking was how many of these dudes understand that in a lot of states, any child that's born in a marriage is assumed to be the child of the fa- of the husband, um, and that presumption legally cannot be rebutted without the assent of the biological father. So, in a in a situation mm. where if you are in a marriage and the wife cheats and gets pregnant and has a kid while while the marriage is is still in place, um. If the biological father does not acknowledge paternity, the father mm-hmm. is the husband legally in, in a lot of states. Now, there's there's places where this is mm-hmm. different. It, it varies state by state, but uh, that's certainly the way it is in Texas. Um, I, I'm wondering how many people think who who want divorce to be illegal uh, understand that fact, right? Or or know anything also, really you know, about the way the law views a marriage. Oh, I don't think they do. Right. I think that they like they get their interpretation of it from what other people in the space say about it, but they don't actually know like what the law is. You know, do you know what I mean? And again, being ignorant of the law, I think, for the layman is uh, that's not a, a knock in itself. But when you're talking when you have a t- when you're talking about a niche issue, you should understand the legal aspect. 
aspect of the thing you're talking well, about. Well, especially when you're arguing for a change in the law. I, I, I think yeah, if, you're, if you're arguing for a yeah. change in the law, you should understand the law in that area. <laughs> I mean, right, exactly. Yes. Um, so it, it's, it, it, that's <clears throat> the thing that I was, uh, I had forgotten, but I remember now the thing that brought her across my attention in the first place <laughs> was that, that thing that she had said about, um, men asking, you know, or, or saying, let me, let me ask my wife or let me check with my wife or whatever. And she thought that was just the, the most, uh, she thought that was just disgusting, a disgusting thing for people to do. <laughs> And I'm 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 sort of I'm not flabbergasted by it, but I'm 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 taken aback in a way that somebody has this position. Yeah. Well, the point that the point that Lady Jane made was um, uh, this woman is like in her late twenties and unmarried. Right. Yes. That's a, this is always, isn't this always the case though? Uh, whenever you see <laughs> shit like this, it's almost always that this person is not living the values they're espousing. Yeah. Which, no, I don't want to say that means their values are that they're wrong because of that, but it does make it it's an interesting aside at the very least. Oh, it's an interesting observation. And it, it, it might say something about how much they actually believe what they're saying. That's the thing is that I think right. it, I think it kind of reveals the grift a little bit. Yeah. I think there's a certain extent to which the fact that she's doing it at all kind of reveals the grift because if she if yeah, she honestly yeah. believed if she honestly believed the thing that she the things that she says she would stop telling men how to live on the internet. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like she exactly. wouldn't be yeah. she wouldn't be telling men how we're meant to live our lives and she would shut up and she would find someone to fuck her in exchange for a handbag. That would be that would be the, that's the relationship she obviously wants or claims to want. Is no thoughts yeah. head empty? I don't have any authority over my own life, and this this dude is going to make all my decisions for me. Okay, well, shut up and find that you can. I promise. It's always like, look, I want to, I want to, I also want to distinguish from what I'm, what I'm about to say because I don't want to be um, like uh, people to get the wrong impression. If you are the type of person where like you want to devote yourself to someone, that's perfectly fine. I have nothing. Wrong I, mean, with it. I have nothing against it. But but there's also a, a sense in which I don't understand, and it's completely alien to my like my psychology. Uh, that you as a person are so gleeful about wanting to be submissive, specifically. There's a difference between I am going to devote myself to a person and I am submissive. There is a distinction between those two things. Uh, this idea that I, by my very nature, and then not just my nature, but the, the nature of all women, their, your role is to be submissive to men. This seems like again it, when you when you put it in the contextualization of a kink, it makes more sense to me. It, um, it makes really the most does. Sense to me. And that's because the thing. It just, it just seems weird otherwise. I think that's kind of a two part thing, though. I think I think part of that is because, and I and I share some of that. I, I think part of it is because I think you and I both are people who don't like to be told what to do, really, especially by right. someone arbitrary. And so it's it's the kind of thing where. Uh, I think that sort of grates anyway. Um, but the other side of it too is, is the, the, pers- the prescribing it as though it, it is what, how, how all people should live. Um, yes, exactly. 
like as if you're by your very nature you're just born here on you know on in this world and you have a role to fill and your role is to submit that just completely like as you said it grates against like what i believe i guess so i I just can't you know i i can't add incorporate that into my own worldview i guess I have a hard time respecting it, if I'm being honest. Like, it's the kind That's of thing I mean. where... Yeah, 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 I can understand it, like, conceptually, uh, but I can't accept it. Yeah. Uh, if I... I if, <laughs> if my wife did not think for herself at all, um, I would be the most aggravated motherfucker on the planet. I, <laughs> I do not want to have to babysit a woman. Does that make sense? <laughs> Like I'm not sure, your sure. I'm not your fucking babysitter. You're an adult. Think for yourself. Make your own decisions. Right. I mean, the this idea that this idea that um this this idea of women making their own decisions is somehow a a a failure, especially a failure of men. Is yeah. um well, infantilizing in yeah. a way. It is. No, it is. It absolutely is. The the types of people who make those arguments do desire to go back, to, and they'll usually explicitly admit this, so I, I'm not like putting words in their mouth. They usually do go want to go back to a type of society where women were regarded as property. Now, that doesn't mean they want Abuse, they, they want to physically abuse women, although it doesn't not not mean that either. Uh, but um, certainly there, there's a certain, like, as you said, an infantilization of this, of women, where it's like they should not be making any sort of decisions whatsoever. And, uh, you know, their role is, again, to be a servant, essentially. That is sort of like how a lot of these types, that's how they see it. Right. And I, I mean, look, I'm, I'm, I've said it before. I'm one of the more conservative guys I know. I do appreciate a, a sort of, uh, a traditionalist relationship structure. Um, but I also don't pretend that I have any control over anyone. It's the kind mm-hmm. of thing where it's like, if I'm, if I think that a decision is the right decision for, uh, me and lady Jane, I'm going to argue that position. And if it, if it really is right, she'll probably agree with me. Because she's not an idiot, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But if it's if but but I mean there's there's something to be said for the value of having a smart person who can think for themselves, who can tell you no when you're wrong. Right. It also seems to me like you know I I, I don't again I don't want to make the mistake, but sometimes you know the the fem, you know I, I don't want to go too far into like a feminist direction where it's like sometimes they will infantilize women too, and then it, oh, yeah. it's kind of like around like a horseshoe uh but uh, it's also the case that you know i if if someone was going to serve me i would want to like know that they'd also you know stick up for themselves as well and then they're not just you know thinking they're doing this out of some sort of like obligation by because of like what uh, sex they are do you know what i mean yeah that sort of thing i would respect it more if i realized it was a free rational choice on their part uh, or and I mean, I'm not saying that you know acting off of some like feeling of an obligation isn't a free choice. I don't want to. I should like restate what I said. But it, it seems more meaningful when it is a volitional choice in the sense that they are making it knowing that they could and they'd be okay. It'd be okay for them not to. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's more valuable. Yeah, that's that's something that's something I'd want more than just someone being again no thoughts head empty. Fucking that that sounds so ugh. It's fucking Yeah, exactly. Ugh. 
I'm I'm truly I am deeply bothered by that. I really don't like yeah. chicks like that. They they really grate against my nerves. Um, it's just like think for your fucking self. I, I I'm not here to. Uh, yeah, you're not a child. <laughs> if there's an again, issue, again, we can I solve it. Anyone, <laughs> like, anyone who I I personally, as a person, I don't really pay much. Um, sorry, a truck by my a truck. Cut Discord. Cut it. Sorry, that's no, why I, I cut out there. Uh, uh, I, I, as a person, like I don't pay too much mind to like gender norms. But again, if you're a person who wants to like live a traditional gender norm uh, lifestyle, that's perfectly fine. I'm not hating on you. I'm not hating on that either. Uh, I'm just saying that when the pe- when people make it as if well, that's the only morally correct way to live. It's like I just my eyes roll into my head. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's not that there's anything wrong with that kind of lifestyle. If you want to live like that, fine. Yeah. But to to act as if everyone else should because it works for you, even if here's the thing, even if 50 percent of people should, 80 percent of people should, there's still those outliers that are going to exist. And and, and, I mean, I mean, speaking in generalities, you can make up for a lot of that. But I'm not a uh, I'm. I have a feeling, my feeling is that this particular sort of subset of people is not responsive to that idea. That that there are outliers yeah. who, who will live differently, um, even if they are correct, that, that, that what they presume is the way that people should live is true for like 80% of the population or more. Um, right. But if it's also true for 80% of people, then those people will probably know that already. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Right. Like if it was true, if if they, if that was just an obvious truth to most people, then they would just be living that already. And then the people all complaining about it wouldn't have to like proclaim that they should because they're already likely doing that or trying to do that. Yeah, exactly. And she had a, she, she, she also tried to make a point about, um, she was talking about uh, career women being like being unmarried and and up until their thirties or whatever, and and I'm sitting here like you're in your late twenties, you're 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 not married in your late twenties. On the average, you're very late mm-hmm. to the party. Yeah, it is. I mean, for, for as far as the I, national average goes, for like the age at which people get married, uh, she's she's already. Uh, on the other side of that bell curve from where I presume she would like to be. Yeah. It's also, yeah, it's also funny to me, right? Is that, you know, uh, people, and and this is just something that like icks me out, I guess a little bit when, um, you know, going back to kind of what we were saying before, where like you talk about like, you know, if you look, if you're a woman and you're not like happy with where you are in your life and you know, you regret like going into like business or whatever, pursuing a career, that's fine. And I, I, you know, I got sympathize with that. Uh, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing saying, Hey, this isn't for me, but it's this idea that a lot of these types seem to have that if you are not reproducing, then you are of no value. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. that's to me what it comes across as a lot of the time when they say uh, shit like this. Um, well, the number now sometimes of they'll, now sometimes they'll be like, well, you, you'd be happier if you had children. And maybe for some women that is or maybe for a lot of them, that's absolutely true. Sure. But, again, speaking of generalities, the way it comes across to me when most of the most of these types of grifters say it is they're saying that you are of no social value unless you are reproducing. Right. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's, I think that's absolutely correct. But and I, and I, again, even if, even if most, I think you are absolutely correct. I don't think the statement is absolutely correct. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but the, the, it's again the number of people who make those claims are people who they themselves don't have kids or aren't married. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, you're, you're not what, again, it, I do have a, I, I, I think I, I do have a, I have a, a real, real problem with people who don't live their fucking values when they, when they claim them. Mm-hmm. Because it, to me, or it just like, says you're a liar. Like, for me, I can, like, I, I can understand, like, you know, calling the right thing out, even if you're in the wrong position. Do you know what I mean? I can understand that, but I can't understand acting like you're morally superior to other people just because you called out the moral thing, but you're not, but you're actually contradicting the things you're saying uh, right. by your actions. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, if you're being hypocritical in that way, then you have no ground to stand on to act like you're a morally superior person. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly it. Um, yeah, it just, it, I, she's obviously a grift. She's obviously a grift. A hundred percent. Yes. And I yes. don't know, and, I, like, I don't know how these guys, I don't know how these fucking trad alpha dudes can simp for this chick. First of all, look, <laughs> uh, if I'm being totally honest, uh, let's, 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 let's put on like a, like a producer hat for a second. If I'm trying to build an influencer mm-hmm. in a vat, um, uh, she doesn't look like just pearly things. I mean, she's mid. I mean, let's be totally honest about it. She's not on a level of physical attraction. She's not worth simping for. Even going beyond that, on a on a philosophical level, she doesn't live her values. I think she's pretty clearly a grifter and a liar. And so I don't understand. I, I, I don't see how these why, alpha guys like, can you know, fall. You have for all these. Yeah, and also you have all these. You know, these like you know. Um, you know, she strikes me as the same. You know this, how we've talked about before, how um, the the reason, like, I think we're both real, very, like, upset about, like, the manosphere type type people yeah. is that you take impressionable young men and you feed them poison and then they become these, like, bitter assholes. Terrible, uh, terrible ideas. Right. It, it, and this just, is the same thing. Yeah. For, but for women. Well, it's the same thing for I mean, her fan base is men. There's not a lot of women yeah, exactly. that care what she has to say. Right, of course. The yeah. people who like her are men. She's she's grifting in right. this. She is a masculinity grifter, but she's a chick. That, yeah, that, that's a good point. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Yeah. Which here's the thing. I respect the hustle. It's kind of, it's not a totally untapped market, but it is in the way she's doing it. So I, I can respect the hustle. I can respect the grift, but goddamn, it's a grift. A hundred percent. Yeah. And and again, I I don't understand these these trad trad masculine fucking alpha fucking. I'm, I don't think there's much crossover with like Andrew Tate, but I mean the same. Ugh. Yeah, I don't understand how other people cannot spot those people as grifters. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand how other people. Like sometimes when you read the comments, it's like these people seem, at least on the outside, to be true believers. Oh yeah, uh, or like they just like eat up every single word they say, and it, it, it's kind of like sad and depressing to me because it's like, come on, you're being taken in, dude, completely, like completely. Oh yeah, just so obvious. Absolutely, there's no, there's you're you're being taken in and lied to. 
Yeah. Lied yep. to. I mean, that's the thing is there's uh, the, the, one of the things that these, that these guys, Andrew Tate did this too. One of the things that they'll mm-hmm. tend to do is like, uh, have you seen the Andrew Tate on Piers Morgan? Um, interview like the full interview the one that wasn't chopped up i i have not watched the full interview no one of the things they'll do is is publicly in a in a in a place like that they'll they'll make really good points like they're they're totally totally acceptable accurate uh, representations of sort of some of the issues that we have socially with with the relationship between men and women i think i think absolutely accurate real shit um and then they save the bullshit for when people are already hooked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like right. there's a lot of things that Andrew Tate says in that interview with Piers Morgan that are that are totally accurate, I think. But it's when you join his stupid fucking club, whatever it's called, and you give him a bunch of money that then then the bullshit starts coming. Right, right. Yeah, it's like, you know... It, uh... It, it almost acts like a Mott Bailey, right? The whole thing yes. in, in terms of like how you present yourself, you know, you present yourself as well. No, I, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just saying these very obvious standard things, you know, and people just seem to hate me for no reason. You know, that's the Mott. That's how they get you. And then once they once he has uh, his hooks in you, then he really starts to go, you know, off the grift. Right. Yeah, that's when that's when the really, really toxic shit shit starts. And 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 I see Pearl does a little bit of that too. Like she has tweets periodically mm-hmm. that are like reason takes. But it's yeah. it's kind of a a uh it, it's all kind it's of a funnel. Door. Right, exactly. It's all kind of a funnel to get to divorce should be illegal. Right. And then she says yes. like when people when people brought up that idea of just like, well, but there are relationships that are Real, like for real, unsalvageable people who are abusive, people who are uh, who are um, chronic cheaters, people who are just like like it's just unsalvageable relationships do exist. And her response was um, to someone who had asked her like like people should just hang together even if they're beating on each other. Her response was like, uh, "Well, they shouldn't beat each other." And it's like, duh, right. But but there are situations in which in which um in saying that you yes. ask too much. It's like saying, it's like the the it's like the, I I'm so glad you brought that up because that was exactly what I was going to bring up too, which is that her tweet was like, well I don't think he, spouses should abuse each other. It's, oh fantastic! You and every other human yeah, being. Yeah, that's not a unique take. Uh, yeah, and also but also it's the same type of like leftist argumentation that you gun against guns. Like, oh, well, when we say, well, okay, what if a bad person gets a gun and starts shooting people? Like, well, I don't think, I don't think they they shouldn't do that. Yeah. They should just not shoot people. That's a bad thing. Yeah. They shouldn't do that. It's like, okay, but, but, but what if they do? But they shouldn't do it, Dean. Yeah. Well, you see that a lot in the, in there's the 3D printed gun sort of community where people are just like, what if someone takes this and uses it for something bad? And it's just like, well, if they do that, there's nothing I can do about it. And that's kind of the, that's, that's kind of what, that's kind of the corollary to this thing, which is like, she's like, well, people shouldn't beat on it. She's like, well, no, they shouldn't, but there are situations in which they do. So are you right. going to provide a solution for that? Mm-hmm. And if her answer is no, I can't or won't, and or or well, yeah, then at that point, I mean, 
then they should they should split or whatever whatever sh- whatever the 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 provided solution is again for the 3d printed gun community the idea is well some there might be some number of people who do that but that doesn't be the that people should have access to these to these files that people should have access to create their own weaponry and if people use that for ill that's on them right that's that is a fine exactly. answer but to just say well they shouldn't do that that's not an answer right Right. It, it it's 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 vapid. It's meaningless. Of course they shouldn't. What happens? What happens when it does happen? And again, the three D right, printed exactly. gun community says, "Well, yeah. uh, that's uh, that is an acceptable risk for making this available to everyone." Okay, that's an answer. Yeah. yeah. But nobody in the three D printed gun community just says, "Well, they shouldn't do that." Oh, of course not. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, it's not a take. Yeah. It's just it's a. Just, it's just so such a silly like statement to make. It's like, yeah, a lot of people shouldn't do a lot of things that they do. Uh, you're if you're the one saying that they should not be allowed to like separate between their abuser, that makes you the bad person. <laughs> Right. Like, I don't know how else to state it. Even like, if the if answer you're... is, even if her answer was, well, you know what? In a situation like that, fucking deal with it. Get beat on. You, you're not allowed to get a divorce. Yeah, at least, get, at it, least that would be an answer. It would at be, least I it's an answer. answer. But at least it would be something. Yeah. <laughs> it's at least it's not. Well, they just shouldn't. Uh, fucking. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't see how people look to these personalities for any kind of insight. It it just doesn't, it doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But it's the, I'm, it's these dudes who don't, it's, it's fatherlessness, fatherless behavior. These dudes who don't have a male <laughs> role model. That's what it is. Yeah. And again, I, I, I like empathize, I can sympathize with them uh, because I, you know, I feel bad, like, or that they're going through this uh, this stuff, and I do blame like the people feeding them poison. Oh yeah. But at a certain point, you have to stop and say, "Hey, maybe I have to be careful about the pe- the information sources I'm letting like take hold of me." Kind of, you know what I mean? Yes. Like some self reflection would do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um. And stop stop giving this particular chick. I mean, there are there are people out there. Yeah. In in the sort of masculinity grifting space, who I think believe what they're saying. Um, oh yeah, I think that yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think there are dudes in that area that are being honest, even if they're wrong, and and they're often wrong, but but they're honest at least. Mm-hmm. Pearl, in my view, the like what I can pick up from her comes off to me like a liar. She doesn't actually believe this yes. shit. I agree. Yep. And that's that's one of the things that that's bothersome as well. At least mm-hmm. when it's someone who I think is being honest, at, at least that's there. At least they're being honest. She is she is uh it, it, again, she comes off to me like she's not telling the truth at all. She's a liar. Yep, 100%. Um there was another thing that we didn't talk about in the last episode, even yes. though it's kind of important. 
<laughs> it was like breaking. I, I don't know what happened. It just like slipped my mind. But it was like it was breaking news at the time, kind of, that we were recording. And yeah, we, we didn't talk about it, but it's fine. It, 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 I, as you said before, it's probably a good thing because now we know more. Yeah, there's more information. Um, So the Trump indictment. The second one, right? Yes. Well, this is this is the thing. So I've seen people confused oh. about this. Um, the Trump has Trump is facing a. Uh, I'm not sure what's happened with it, but but before this happened, he was facing a grand jury and or his case was going up to a grand jury in New York, and the the New York state case had to do with the Stormy Daniels payoff. And it had to do with how he did the paperwork on the Stormy Daniels payoff. Mm-hmm. This indictment, this this indictment that he's actually on, this is from the federal government. Mm-hmm. And it relates to the uh, documents that Trump kept at Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. Now, he's indicted, as I understand it, under the Espionage Act. That does not mean... I've seen people confused about this. It does not mean he's a spy. Mm-hmm. That is simply the act that governs dealing with documents of this nature. It, 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 right, it's, and, it's a general like umbrella, right? Yes, it's, it's an act that contains the crimes of... of uh, basically mishandling this material. It doesn't necessarily have to mm-hmm. be that you're a spy mishandling this material. Just mishandling this material is a crime under the Espionage Act. Yes. So going to a uh, this is from CNN Politics, but the factual stuff is fine. Um, Thirty-one counts related to his handling of these documents after he left office. Um, his aide Walt Nata faces six counts, including several obstruction and concealment related charges. Uh, special counsel Jack Smith said his office will seek a speedy trial while urging Americans to read the indictment to understand the gravity of the crimes charged. And the indictment mm-hmm. deal to- details the locations where Trump allegedly stored classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida, including in a ballroom, a bathroom, and shower, an office space, a bedroom. So they just they just put them wherever they had room. It's the thing too is like keeping it in the bathroom and whatnot, and people are people are just freaking out about that. And it's like, well, I mean, if nobody used the bathroom, like. This is a giant estate. Half of it doesn't get used. All mansions are like um, that. Also, um, I, I think, you know, uh, unfortunately, and, and, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but we're probably not getting the mugshot, right? I think not. I think they, I think they were pretty adamant they weren't going to release it. So I don't think it's coming out. That's, that's upsetting. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> um, I just, I just want a meme. Why can't, I, why can't we have good things? Yeah. Well, some of the funny stuff. In the, okay, so um, there's some, there are some funny aspects of this. Like for example, um, so apparently Kid Rock is a material witness in this. Yes, I saw in this that. case. And the suspicion is that. Kid Rock was one of the people to whom Donald Trump was showing documents. Like, isn't this cool? Look at this. <laughs> like, supposedly it was in. I think it was invasion plans for Iran that he was showing him. 
Like, like, hey, this is, hey, we were, this, this is some plans that we had drawn up to go into Iran. Check that out, Kid Rock. <laughs> <laughs> which is, which is the reason that, which is the kind of thing, by the way, that he's actually, tra- it's not necessarily that he even had the documents in all these, in all these charges. It's that he showed them to people. That he showed stuff that was that was protected information. He showed that to people. If if he had never showed it to anyone, they might have a hard time making a lot of this stick. Yes. Yep. But because he was taking Kid Rock around and showing him fucking classified material, uh, that's what makes these charges stick. And the thing about it that that this is what bothers me too. No one's really being honest about this whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I think personally, I, I think the crimes, uh, the, the charges are probably good. They're probably solid. Um, he, mm-hmm. the, the, I mean, look, he's probably guilty. Uh, I'm, I'm guilty of sin. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say he's not because it's based on the, the facts that are actually in the indictment based on, Again, Kid Rock's a material witness. To the, it's just the, the way that stuff stacks up. I, I think he's probably guilty of sin. Uh-huh. But the problem people have with this that I've seen, at least the people who are more serious, um, the Trump supporters who are more serious, who have a problem with this, aren't really claiming that he's innocent. Mm-hmm. Their position is, is not so much that he's innocent. It's that... Uh, why now he's being targeted specifically with something that other other presidents maybe in similar situations were not targeted with so well that'd be a correct um exactly right i mean joe biden had documents in his fucking garage next to his goddamn car mm-hmm. and part of the part of the thing uh part of the 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 evidence in the trump thing is that he didn't have them secured they weren't secured they were just kind of out in different places and it's mm-hmm. like how secured is in your fucking garage next to your car yeah so the the idea the problem people have with this is is not so much at least more serious people the problem that more serious people have with this is not so much that he didn't break the law he, he almost certainly did the the problem people mm-hmm. have with it is that it is um it is a uh not a malicious prosecution but a um a uh well I forget the word for it it's it's when you cherry pick out a thing I've there's a word I've forgotten it um I keep wanting to say malicious prosecution but that's not what it is uh, uh it starts with an s um fuck selective <laughs> selective prosecution that's oh, the term right which is almost certainly going to be his defense it's, it's oh, almost i'm sure i'm sure it will be. yeah 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 i mean that'll be the best that'll be the best defense I mean, he's he not really wrong matter. either about that so no and this is the problem nobody's being honest about this and 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 actually admitting that like in all the conversation about this again this this is what bothers me okay you have a, a president who showed Kid Rock uh, some probably outdated and totally irrelevant invasion plans for Iran. Okay, who 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 fucking cares? It's the kind of thing where it's like, right? We've got a we have a president walking around also, free yeah. today who murdered an American child with a drone. His name was right. there, and he signed off on the killing. And he's he's exactly. fucking responsible for it, and he walks around free. I, I care this more about that than about Trump showing Kid Rock some outdated documents. I'm sorry, continue. 
This is truly what I hate about liberals uh, the most. I, I think I think this is like their most like the the worst quality they have, uh, bar none, is that when they get mad at politicians, it is always on the most technical things possible. Like yeah. mostly, you know, splitting hairs, technicalities. When there is a treasure trove of absolute like monstrous behavior from them. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> like, um the yeah, as you said, the fact that there why you know, if you wanted to go after Trump, uh there's a lot of things you could go after him for that I would be completely fine with. And you know I'd be all I'd be all for it, you know? I'd be like, yeah. Go after him for, yeah. You know, go after like, uh, yeah. Go after him for murdering, you know, uh, people. Yeah, all that. Do do that. Do that. Put your best foot forward. Don't go out here and uh, get him on some technicality. But of course, you know why they won't do that uh, is because, well, if they prosecute Trump for the war in the Middle East or the, you know, the drone bombings, um, which, you know, he certainly, um, you know, he may have not started new wars, but his drone bombings were certainly up. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the um, Trump, that's it, it, actually it, it, something pe- a lot of people don't want to recognize, but Trump actually did mm-hmm. uh, expand the drone program after he became president. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, so if you want to go after him for some, go after that. But, of course, you know, they won't because uh, it, it would be a double-edged sword then. They'd have to, you know, if they were in, at all intellectually consistent, they'd have to go after Obama. But that these people aren't intellectually yeah. consistent, so, you know, they might as well go after Trump anyway. Pretend <laughs> never, just never did did anything wrong. I you know I'd rather have that position because at least they're half right. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's what they do. <laughs> There's that one guy who posts. Correct. That's what they do. There's the one guy who posts uh, every year on the on the anniversary. He posts the the tan suit and he says happy birthday to uh, Obama's yeah. single greatest scandal. I think is what he says. And it's like, yeah. uh, are you are you you got to be just retarded, right? If that's right. if that's yeah, Obama's right. biggest scandal in your mind, right? But it's not. Again, this is this is the thing that bothers me about it is that it's it's outside of it being selective prosecution for the mishandling of classified documents, which of course it is. I mean, all of these guys. Again, uh, Lady Jane pointed out early, early on that that this idea of of mishandling classified documents is the tax evasion of politics. It's it's if you right. can't get on anything else, you can get them on that. Um. And it's the same, it's, that that aspect of it being a selective prosecution doesn't even bother me as much as the fact that there's real fucking actual crimes, like extrajudicial killings that presidents have done, extrajudicial killings of American citizens that presidents yes. have done and have faced no fucking, uh, no, no measure of heat for it. They've gotten right. they not, have even not had to account at all. Not even socially. No. Nobody cares. <laughs> so it's just like this is why I cannot stand like the blue wave crowd, like the resistors or whatever. Yeah. Uh, is that you're you're resisting the dumbest shit. Like, come on, have a little backbone. Uh, you know, where where the where's the anti-war left? Where are the people protesting George Bush, you know, on the side where you know, you know, all that. Where where are those leftists? Where they're too they busy go? trying to Someone talk us into defending exist, Taiwan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's where they are. Fucking anti-war left. Fucking dead, man. It's gone. Yeah. 
It, it, the, it's yeah. the the anti-war left is the biggest disappointment of any of any political movement. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, it is tragic. Like it is so, you know, just like and for a lot of them, you know, it's just like how many of them were actually serious about George? Like, did they hate George Bush because he was, um, you know, enacting all these wars, or did they hate him because he was George Bush and he had an R next to his name? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's a little bit of that. There are many reasons you can. There are many reasons you can oppose a politician. Uh, sometimes you oppose, and sometimes look, uh, you can oppose the government. And maybe for some libertarians who don't think, who may not think too hard, they think, oh yeah, that's my ally. But then when you ask them, okay, why do you oppose the government, though? Why are you opposing this policy that libertarians also don't like? You quickly realize that for a lot of them, it's because, well, we're not the ones doing it. Yeah, because because my guy doesn't like it, so uh, I don't like it. And that's it. why. And those people are your allies. Yeah. 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 And it, 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 the, the, the George Bush thing is interesting because people actually hate him for lying us into Iraq. Like, uh, like broadly. Mm-hmm. Um, even people who supported him at the time, actually, like people hate George Bush for the right reasons. It seems Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases. Um, and you're right. That idea that, that, that George Bush is an interesting example because in today's sort of climate, they wouldn't care about that. It would be, it would be because of the R next to his name. There is a certain type of leftist where if you f- feed them like the the most like bullshit like social progressivism they will overlook any atrocity you commit in their yeah. name not all of them but there's a good portion of them that will be like well you know if george bush was just you know a little more progressive in in regard to like gay rights or social equality or something like that uh and that's how he presented it then then you'd probably have a lot more leftists on his side, even though even if he was committing the exact same actions, even if he was much of a reaction. I hope I'm wrong on that, but I I, I don't think I am, unfortunately. No, I don't think you are either. I don't think you are either. And it's 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 just tragic. It really is. Where are all the people with any type of backbone who would oppose these people for the right reasons? You know what I mean? Like, like, honestly, you know, if someone wanted to start going after Obama because, you know, he cheated on his taxes or something, some bullshit, dude, uh, it, I would feel so insulted. <laughs> oh, like so, I would be upset. I'm uh, going to feel insulted when the like, when the when the turntables and uh, they start trying to lock up uh, Democrats for shit that doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, because it's going it's to happen. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. This is this is the th- actually I wanted to get your thoughts on this because because it, it could go one of two ways, right? It could go uh, that this is basically all out war, and any time uh, one party ends up in charge, they start putting uh, members of the other party who they don't like uh, in in jail. That mm-hmm. is that is a possibility. The other possibility is that the Republicans see Trump as a sacrificial lamb in this situation. And in order to keep that from happening, in order to keep that sort of tit for tat, I'm putting you in jail. No, now you're putting me in jail. Now, in order to keep that from happening, they just let it go. They let Trump go, let him go to prison 
and just yeah. let it go. I think that both of those options are very plausible. Um, I, I think it ultimately comes down to who actually controls who actually like controls the Republican Party. Uh, you know, in the in the future, obviously. See, because there is a certain segment of the Republican Party who does just want to like cut Trump off. They want to cut their losses, right? Right. And try to rebuild the Republican Party into a more like what they see as a more like respectable inst- like a uh, party. Um, and then there's also the people who are like, no, these pe- these you know people are corrupt. These Democrats are corrupt. We need to. Get, they are going to go after our guy. We're going to go after their guy twice as hard. Right. I think there's also that element in the Republican Party as well. And who wins? I truthfully don't know. Um, I think I I probably lean more towards the the Trump side winning just because they're more fervorous about it. Uh, They're more fervent. You know, I mean, they're they're more. They they feel like they're it seems like they're more invested now that that's not necessarily a win. That alone doesn't indicate that they'll win because maybe they are outnumbered. I don't know. Um, But who knows? You know, Uh, but I I think uh, truthfully, I, I think we've had seen this consistent trend of escalation in in politics recently that I do think that we will see something like, you know, um, uh, people going after their political opponents more uh, legally. Um, I also, you know, and look, truthfully, if that was the case, I would be much, I would be very happy about that if they were actually going after them for actual good reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, for I shit that matters. You, you know, <laughs> um, so I, I feel pretty good about that if that's what was actually happening, but it doesn't seem that's going to be the case. No, but I do and, think, you know, you'll, you will go ahead. Oh, no, I was, I was going to ask you, we, we've had this conversation before, but I mean, part of that, your, your, your question there, the core of your question, that idea that it depends on who is in charge of the Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is even the answer to that? Because it's the kind of thing we've, we've, we've asked this question before, but who are the tastemakers in the Republican party right now? Who are, who are the tastemakers on the right? Yeah, I don't know, dude. I, I think, uh, what is it? Um, well, on one hand, you have, what is it? What's his name? Kevin McCarthy. Um, he's on, he, I think he kind of represents one side. How much political power he has, I have no actual yeah. idea. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's kind of what I'm, way he has. that's kind of what I'm, yeah. what I'm trying to drive at is, 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 is more like who, who can, um, I guess, <laughs> who can unite the right in a, in a sense, um, to, to, sort of come together on on how this kind of thing should be approached who who has the clout to get the trump people truthfully the desantis people and the anti-trump or desantis people sort of on the same page truthfully i have no idea like to be honest i don't i i'm not i'm kind of skeptical that there is someone who can unite all those factions under a single like uh, candidate do you know what i mean because yeah. like the trump people hate the desantis people the desantis people hate the trump people and the uh the kevin mccarthy type of wing like the anti-trump people they sort of hate both but they hate trump a little more yes uh, than desantis but the, but they also don't like desantis either um so it's sort of like you know there's this like three-way fight going on and there's more there's more factions but generally speaking there's it's a big three-way fight uh and yeah truthfully i haven't i don't know i i i've not personally seen a candidate that i think that all those factions like enough to elect or to nominate yeah yeah and and it's kind of the thing where i i would have said i might have said tucker i might have when tucker was still at fox i might have said tucker 
But yeah, I, I I could see that. Um, but with him being gone, I don't with, with him doing Twitter videos and yeah. stuff. His his audience has has faded. I mean, this is the thing that people on the internet watch his Twitter videos and people who are on Twitter watch his Twitter videos. And so to them, it's like, no, I'm still watching Tucker. It's like, well, that's great for you. But but, boomers are not like watching his Twitter videos on Twitter. Yeah. He's not on Fox news anymore. His, his platform is gone. Um, and so it's great that you can still find him, but I mean, a lot like Alex Jones being off of YouTube, it's like, there's, there's, there's no one left to watch him because no one's there to watch him. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things yeah, that, I, I, that bothers me about it. I'm sorry. I do think yeah. Tucker would probably be the closest out of all of them, but I'm not. I'm not necessarily confident that, like, on an actual political stage, that he would be able to, like, you know, corral all the cats in the Republican Party. And I don't think the internet personalities count. Like, I don't think you can say Crowder or Shapiro or or any of these guys. Uh, you know, Peterson. I, I don't think. I don't think the internet personalities count because, again, you're talking like about, a, about, a, about a small audience comparatively. I'm, I'm comparing to, like, CNN's audience, MSNBC's audience. You know what I mean? Well, I think even, like, even if he didn't have a huge audience, he could still, like, make it in the political stage. But I think the problem is um, there's Trump already in the, in the political so it's kind of like, you know, Tucker could do the populist thing, but Trump is already doing that. So why would so, you know, now some people are mad at Trump and they would pick Tucker over Trump for sure. Uh, but then DeSantis is also running. So why would those yeah. people pick, you know, and DeSantis seems to be Trump's biggest opposition at the moment. So why would they go with Tucker if they wanted to oppose Trump when DeSantis just seems like the clear front runner in, in regards to opposing Trump? Do you know what I mean? So right, the more you right. split it, the more kind of illogical it kind of becomes. That's um, kind of what I, what I'm kind of trying to drive at is like I just can't I can't I can't imagine any person who can go up at, in front of a large enough audience and say uh you know Trump uh, uh he did these things and you know we are a we are a law and order party and so we have yeah. to we have to be okay with whatever happens here because this is the, we're a law and order and, and right. we got to let Trump go. We got to let basically make him into the sacrificial lamb. I can't I, mm-hmm. I can't I can't think of anyone who could do that can with enough sway and enough people who believe in them that they could uh, that that they would not be just lambasted and, and ignored. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. So like, like, you, it seems like you know. I don't know if you can reconcile the Trump camp and the uh, DeSantis camp because they seem to be irreconcil- irreconcilable, right? Like, just completely. Like, it, on one hand, as you said, you either have to throw Trump to the wolves and try to continue on, or you have to defend Trump. Uh, do you know what I mean? And at a certain point, you can't really like come to a, a like a, a, a can't really come. I don't think middle ground between. No. So you're you're kind of have to pick one or the other, and once you do that, you're uh, sorry. You're going to lose a lot of people if you do that, right? You're, yes. When you pick a, an option from that pool, you are going to alienate a certain amount of people. Yeah. Yeah, I just can't. I just don't know. Uh, I don't know what happens because the smart thing would be to sacrifice him. Like the, I, I think, yeah, I, I think like long term, yes. 
But I just I, I, I don't know if anyone has the clout to convince the Republicans, especially like the, the actual boots on the ground Republican GOP members to just let it go. Right. Do you feel like I, this is how I feel? I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. I remember like years ago, like you could pinpoint the up and comers in politics, like the people who you thought, oh, yeah, that that's a political can That's a presidential candidate there. They could likely win. They could likely win. They had, you know, bench people on the bench in the wait, you know, yes, in the waiting, waiting like, in the wings. Become, yeah, I don't see that on the Republican or Democrat Party anymore. Like, when yeah, I look at both. I don't parties, I'm like, who do they have? <laughs> well, because the people in the news aren't impressive. Like, like right. the, the, yes, the, exactly. the people who are getting all the coverage are like, you know, Frankenstein's monster who just had a stroke. Exactly. I his name. I mean, yeah. Th- yeah. So they suck the all people. the air out of the room. Really, yeah. So leave none left for anyone else. <laughs> I, I will say, I think, I think, I think this. I think Bird was right when he said Francis fucking Suarez. Oh, that that is true. That is a, that's a very good point. He just yeah. announced I think I think I think Bird was right on the fucking money with that one. Yeah, that's a that no, was I, a I, really I fucking right. good call. Yeah, it has to be. It, yeah, I feel like it almost has to be someone who kind of comes out of nowhere. Do you yep. know what I mean? Because all the people who are in the spotlight right now, who aren't Trump or whatever, are or just like a populist, a front runner populist, are kind of unimpressed. So it kind of has to be someone who like just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, he's he's. He's young uh, ish, you know, for politics. He's he's attractive. He's not strictly white. I, I've really I, 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 I'm in all seriousness. He, he is. A, he's I think Bird was dead on with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah, that that's that's a very good guess. Because he he's the him him announcing is a when uh, Lady Jane turned and told me the other day she goes yeah uh francis suarez announced and i said you're kidding me and she said nope and i said well there it is Mm -hmm. i really do i really do think bird hit that one right on the head really 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 good call um Mm -hmm. but even outside of that again is it enough to split the trump sort of true believers and the desantis people is is it enough does he does does he have it can he do it i don't know because this is such a cult of personality now surrounding trump and desantis both i think the trump i I will say this i think the desantis people are more powerful than the trump people as it stands i think currently yes i think there's more i think they've got more clout right but I, I just don't. I'm, it's a mess. At least this is the, this is what I can say for the Democrats. They made the right move when everybody who was running in uh, 2020 mm-hmm. dropped out and they formed a centrist Voltron for Biden. That was the right fucking move strategically the 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 party played that perfectly there were too many people up on that fucking stage and there were too many people pulling focus away 
and nobody was a strong enough contender to beat Trump. Right. And so instead, they they capitalized on the fact that Trump was becoming increasingly unpopular in the wake of COVID and in the in the economic situation and all that, and they said, "We'll give them the devil they know." Joe Biden mm-hmm. right there, people will vote for a guy whose name They've already heard who's already been in that office, not as president, but as vice president. They are they will vote for him. Everybody else needs to fucking leave and throw your weight behind Joe Biden. They did it. It worked perfectly, strategically, incredibly well played. I don't know if they can do it again. Yeah, I I I just have no clue at this point, like what's going to happen, you know, I mean, I never really you never really. Course, but you kind of like can see like the pieces falling into place, and then yeah. maybe it's just too soon to see that. But truthfully, it's like I have no clue what's going. On. You know, the indictment certainly throws that in there too. Uh, so, oh know, yeah, it's uh because I think there yeah, were a lot of people who expected. I think there were a lot of people who expected Trump versus DeSantis for the nomination. And then whichever mm-hmm. one of them it is goes up against Biden because the Democrats are cowards and they're going to keep running Biden. Um. Mm-hmm. I think that's what everyone kind of expected. Now, with the Trump indictment and the fact that he might be in prison by 2024, um, who the fuck knows? There's right. truly, there's truly no telling. Because he's not gonna, he's not gonna win. There's, there are some people who are just like, he can still run as president from prison. It's like, no, he fucking, he's no. There's no, no, not a chance in hell. No one's, you're not going to nominate a guy who's in prison for your party. It's not going to happen. Right, right, right. Yep. So I, I just, <laughs> ugh. that, that, those people freak me out a little bit. Cause it's like, you, you fucking vote. You think, right. you think this <laughs> right. is possible and you fucking vote. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we, we, we hadn't talked about the indictment, um, but that is yeah. what's going on. It's different. It is separate from the New York thing, which is still not resolved. Um, but it is it is separate and apart from that. It is a federal indictment on federal charges under the Espionage Act, which, again, does not mean he's a spy. <laughs> That's just the act that contains the, the, the criminal statutes. Um, and that is that's what's that's what's happening with it. He's. Again, I think given everything, he's pretty much guilty of sin. And anyone who says otherwise, I think is doesn't really understand the thing. Like for example, the, um, there is no requirement that these documents were classified per se mm-hmm. under the law. There is no so even if the argument that Donald Trump declassified them when he took them, even if that argument holds up. These are still documents related to national security, documents with a classification that they had at the time, at least, that he showed to other people. That's still the crime. Regardless Mm -hmm. of what their position was as how classified they were when they were, which is why I say his only real defense is selective prosecution, because the idea that, well, they weren't classified because he declassified them when he took them. I mean, yeah, that might that might mean they're not classified anymore, but that doesn't defeat the charge because the classification of the documents is not a necessary element for some of these charges. I see. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense to me now. Okay. 
Yeah, that was something I forgot to mention. But yeah, I, I'd seen some people talking about that. It, it's it's not a uh, it's it is not necessary that they were classified. They only had to had to be related to national security, and um and they are. Okay, I see. So it's just yeah, showing the national security documents to other people uh, is why he's is is the ultimate like reason. Yes, and that's is well, it's the same thing that they would get like you know Snowden or Julian Assange for. It's not. It's not right. because the information they shared was classified. It's because it was related to national security. Okay. Yes. Right. And the, the, I mean, if it's classified, it's it's more bad. But it, it right. doesn't mean that there's nothing if it wasn't classified. I see. I see. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. That makes a lot more sense actually to me now. Yep. Yeah. Because I, I actually think there's something to the argument that it, he would have declassified them when he took them. Um, mm-hmm. because sure. as I understand it, and I could be totally wrong about this. Don't, I mean, it's, don't, don't quote me. Um, but as I understand it, the, the president does have the unilateral authority to declassify documents of this type. Mm-hmm. So if his last act as president was to take these into his civilian life, uh, that might count. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I think you'd make the argument is what I'm saying. Um, but it wouldn't defeat these charges because, again, uh, the, the classification of documents is not an element. As I understand it, it's, it's not an element of these charges. I see. Or at least not of all of them. Again, there's 31 counts here, which is <laughs> mind-boggling. <laughs> but again, it's, it's your, your, what you said about the left is, is, is very true. Is they get mad about this technical bullshit when... I mean, it's, I, I, you, I think you would be hard pressed to find a politician in any position of power, any real position of authority. Um, for example, on the, you know, the oversight committees for uh, the military, you know, any of these sort of positions. Right. I think you'd be hard pressed to find one of these politicians who hasn't mishandled information like this. Right, like, yeah, hasn't like talked about what they're what they did in their day to their family over dinner or something like that, and it involved sure. some type of national security information. You know what I mean? Like, sure, uh, or even just yeah. even just talking to you know somebody who's kind of in the know. You know what I mean? Like an aide or something like that, where it's just like you know, it's, or not even talking. Just I mean, again, part of this is just Trump being like, "Hey, check out this cool document I've got." Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that's something a lot of these guys might do is is have a friend and just be like, hey, hey, buddy, check out this really cool document I got. Isn't that sweet? And then his friend goes, yeah, that's really awesome. And then forgets about it because who cares? I do think that this will definitely embolden Trump's base, though. Like, I, I think oh, yeah. I think Trump's base was in a little bit of a lull for a while. Right. Especially after he lost and, you know, kind of threw the January Sixers under the bus. Uh, I think there was kind of like a deflation of, I agree. Like, of everything. And especially like even when he announced wasn't a huge amount of buzz around it but uh, i feel like him being indicted is going to like give give his base that bolstering that they uh that they need i agree i I think that's part of the reason though that the doj and and the special prosecutor uh special counsel are playing this so straight and they are playing it very straight Mm -hmm. there uh for example there were a lot of people complaining that the venue for the case wasn't dc and and the reason there's a lot of people on the left complaining about that and and they were complaining about it because of course everybody knows you get a jury in DC they're going to hate Trump. Trump's never going to find a friendly jury yeah. in DC. Right. Um but the venue for this case is Florida. 
And the mm-hmm. judge in this right. case is a Trump appointee. And so people's there are people whose take on this is like, well, they, they shouldn't be doing this with a Trump appointee, and they and they certainly shouldn't be doing it in Florida because this is this is where he's going to have the most support and all this other stuff. But and the, they also want him back in D.C. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Um, but I think part of the reason, and, and this goes to your idea of this emboldening Trump's base, I think part of the reason that they're playing this so straight because the venue rules this should be in Florida. There's there's very little argument. As far as venue selection, as far as jurisdiction, there's very little argument that this should be in D.C. The locus of the 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 locus of the transaction, the criminal transaction, is Florida. The showing of the documents happened at Mar-a-Lago in Florida. He took the documents from D.C. That is not not the uh, the transaction for a lot of these charges. The transaction for a lot of these charges is showing the documents off to people. So that all that happened in Florida. The venue should be Florida. If the special counsel and the DOJ wanted to make it look like a... Um, if they wanted to make it look like a setup, if they wanted to make it look like... Uh, well, we're not going to give him a chance. He's not going to get a fair trial. If they wanted to give Trump supporters that argument, they would have done it in D.C. Right. But they're playing it super straight with the same judge who's gotten who's been in charge of this whole thing. The judge who presides over that over that district, that that judge is a Trump appointee, but they don't care because when the jury sees the evidence, they're going to say he's guilty regardless of the fact that right. um it's a selective process. No matter what, yeah, no matter what, people have already made up their minds about whether you know it's a frame job or whether he actually deserves to be in prison. Like, irrespective of all the evidence, people are you know are going already set in stone about what they are going to yes. think about this. You know what I mean? And from the DOJ's perspective, I think from this from the special counsel's perspective, he's going to be guilty. When the jury comes back with a guilty verdict, Trump supporters mm-hmm. will not be able to say, well, it, the judge wasn't fair or oh, the, the jury wasn't right. fair or any of that because it's in fucking Florida right. and it is right, right. it's a Trump appointed judge that those arguments will be taken away. And, and I think that's what the how the DOJ sees it is like is that is when not if when the jury comes back mm-hmm. with a guilty verdict, those arguments cannot be made. This is the friendliest possible place we could have this trial. And it is mm-hmm. uh, friendliest to Trump. And 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 this is uh, no one can argue uh, those procedural issues or the issue of the fairness of it. Mm-hmm. I think they I think they're yeah. thinking ahead to that. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Because there were a lot of Democrats who were like, why don't they just do this in DC? Why don't they just do this in DC? And it's like, because you know why. You know right. why you want yeah. it in DC. Which is exactly why they're not doing it in DC. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. That that um I couldn't finish it. But I was listening to. Are you familiar with a guy named Akil Lamar? Uh, maybe. No, I, the name doesn't ring a. I'm just. I wouldn't expect uh, it to. Named it. I wouldn't expect it to because he's a legal scholar and and his name is kind of only known to to people who read. Yeah, uh, then I don't think I do. Yeah. yeah. 
like read legal journals and shit like that. Um, but he's a he's a he's a relatively famous one, and he is you know for a legal scholar, which is you know you've limited your 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 fame <laughs> is limited to the most autistic people on the planet. But um, <laughs> so it's a small base. But uh, he he had an episode on the indictment and stuff, and and his co-host is a doctor who's a friend of his, and the doctor was the one talking about how. Well, they're not the the Trump supporters are not arguing that he didn't do it. They're they're saying it shouldn't happen and it makes me wonder, you know, what would a president have to do for you to be okay with a president being indicted or charged with a crime? What would it have to be? And that was something that brought sort of to my mind the fact that people are not being honest about this is because if he were listening to their complaints, at least again, the more serious people if you were listening to their complaints, their complaint is not that Donald Trump broke the law and he's being you know, brought to account for that. That's not the core of the complaint. The core of the complaint is this doesn't fucking happen to anyone. Why him? Right. Yeah, yes, exactly. And also, right, I've seen some people like, uh, you know, poo-poo this where it's like uh, people who are complaining about the Trump indictment. Uh, people say, oh, well, so you don't believe in that no one is above the law. That's You think that certain people should be above the law. It's like, no, 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 no. The fact that they're going after Trump, right, it's the exception that proves the rule here. Yeah. The fact that they're going after Trump shows uh, and he, that he is being targeted at, in this specific case where no one else is, right? Right. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, obviously, uh, all the other people who are not being indicted are seemingly above the law, except yes, for Trump. So exactly. The That's the thing. Normatively, no one should be above the law. We know for a yeah. fact all these motherfuckers are. Right. So, yes. so the so so the fact that they're bringing it against him is the proof. It's it it is what exactly. makes it targeted. Exactly. It is yes. what makes it selective prosecution, and that I think is the 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 problem that a lot of people have with it. Again, less serious people have arguments about well, he didn't do it, or this this doesn't apply to this statute or whatever. Yes, it fucking does. He. he Based on, again, unless there's some really good evidence that this is all set up or something like that, I, I think the the, res, the end result will probably be that he's guilty. But at the end of the day, that's not the problem people have with it at all. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not that he's being held to account for breaking the law. It's that you never hold these people to account for breaking the law. It's only him right. being held to account for breaking the law. That's the problem people have with it. That's the problem right. I have with it, frankly. I'd be I'd be more mm-hmm. satisfied with the system if none of these people ever got charged with a crime and we fucking knew they were above the law for sure. Right, yeah. Now it's a now it's b- banana republic political bullshit. Right. That's what it is now. Because these people have always been above the law, and now this one guy isn't because he's not—he's not, he's not uh, politically popular with the regime. It's banana republic right. shit. At least in a functioning republic, all the politicians are above the law. Yeah, oh, dude. And I just thought of something when when he's actually when the when the jury likely comes back uh, with a guilty verdict, uh, the, all the liberals are going to be like, "Aha! So we do live in a just system." Oh yes. Oh, this is going to be used to. Oh God. Oh, infuriating you're right I, uh, <laughs> you are absolutely right that is going to be the most aggravating thing on the planet 
See, no one's above the law. We proved it oh. by by politically prosecuting a former president. A former president. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's so enraging, dude. <laughs> it's. <laughs> oh man, you're right. I didn't even think about how aggravating that's going to be. <laughs> but you're 100% correct. That's what it's going to be. Well, if a politician yeah. breaks the law, they have to be held to account. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure and obviously, and then, and then they'll do this thing, you write this like um, reverse logic where it'll be like, well, since obviously we live in a just system and no other person has been indicted, that means that they didn't do anything wrong. He's the only one ever. Yeah. He's the only one yeah. ever to have broken the law. Yes. With Donald Trump. Yes, that's what they'll believe. Yes. And 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 in the future, when when somebody says, uh, I think this president just committed this crime, the 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 I mean, I think this will apply only to the left. But but when I think this Democratic president just committed this crime, the the response will be, well, he's not being indicted for it. And we know they do that. So I guess right, not. Exactly. Yeah. It's, That's it's the reverse like, it's like kind of logic. He's saying. a cop arresting some dude. They think, oh, well, he's obviously criminal he yes! obviously did something wrong exactly <laughs> exactly with the corollary to that being nobody gets arrested who didn't do anything wrong right exactly jesus christ and, and 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 anyone who has not been arrested has not done anything wrong clearly right it, clearly yeah <sighs> you're right I, I didn't even think about how fucking frustrating this is about to be. I didn't I hadn't even considered it. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking bummer. I'm gonna have to deal with this shit. Oh god. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, we just hadn't talked about that on the on the last episode and it yeah. was it was news on the last episode. But hopefully hopefully the the week sort of between has allowed some things to sort of shake out and clarify. Um, like again, the, the kid rock thing I find to be just so hilarious. Yeah. It's very funny. It is the perfect indication of like, of the clown world shit that we deal with on a regular basis. Right. Yeah. I did want to say too, um, Do you think, uh, will kid rock actually be like subpoenaed? Will he be called in? Yes. He's uh, material witness. The trial. Oh, I, that's right. He's going to, <laughs> he's going to have to testify. <laughs> incredible yeah unless Man, unless something happens have, do you think they'll show this live on tv or do you think it will be not they can't live? um federal courts do not live. allow cameras um Damn. yeah Damn. and it's just federal it's so, i mean certain state courts don't watch it. thing ever in the history of ever if it was oh it would it absolutely would be and that's the thing too it's, it would be interesting if this were the thing that broke that because it's always been the rule that there are no cameras in federal right. court it's always been. Mm, the, that's right. why we still have sketch artists in federal court, because there's no, there are no cameras allowed, and that's why uh, when everybody was complaining about when when the Heard Depp trial was going on in Virginia, everybody was complaining about the fact that J- the Jelaine Maxwell trial in New York wasn't being broadcast. Mm-hmm. Like, like so the Depp Heard thing is a distraction, right. all this other stuff, and it's like, no, no, they just don't let cameras in federal court. They never have. It's always right. been the rule. <laughs> This is not if did you if you expected it to be broadcast, you were wrong to begin with. 
Right. Um, but there's also, oh, I did want to, I did want to say this too. Okay. You tell me what you think about this. And this is out of the blue. We hadn't talked about bringing this up, but I saw Magnus tweeted the other day. Uh, it might've been yesterday about the fruit of the loom logo. Wait, yeah, you, you cut out for me. Say that one more time. What logo about the fruit of the loom logo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you familiar with this? Uh, a little bit. Okay. So there's a, there's a, it is a, it's become relatively popular as a, as an example of the Mandela effect that the fruit of the loom logo supposedly has never had the, uh, the horn of plenty behind it. Yes. The cornucopia supposedly that never existed. And yet everyone remembers it existing. People from like the seventies, eighties and nineties. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, and because a lot of these things would be 30 years old now, no one has their old underwear to post a picture. Right. Mm-hmm, right. Um, and, and so people, the argument has sort of been, I, I think this, this is something I was, I was sitting there. I was thinking about this because I do that because I'm an idiot. I was sitting there. I was thinking about the fruit of the loom logo. Did you know that in 1973, there is a, a flautist who released an album called Flute of the Loom, and the album art is a, a takeoff of the Fruit of the Loom logo with a cornucopia that's a flute on the cover of this album in 1973. Oh. Okay, so to me, that says, why would... The artist, by the way, who painted that says he used the Fruit of the Loom logo. Like, that's what it, he was painting. Oh, I think, and if you recall, this stuff with the Fruit of the Loom logo never having it and it being a Mandela Effect thing started on Twitter when the Fruit of the Loom uh, account said there never was a cornucopia. Yeah, I've always felt like some of these are just like gaslighting. I think it's fake. I think that the Fruit of the Loom Twitter account was trying to psyop people. It's like viral marketing. Like they were, they were, they were trying to use the Mandela effect as a, as a side, the, the cornucopia of not being there as a psyop to market their product and get people talking about fruit of the loom. Right. Right. Yeah. So like out of all like the examples of the Mandela effect, this one has always bothered me the most. It bothers me the most too. Like, yeah. I remember the cornucopia like true. Like, Truthfully, like I, re- I can picture it and I can picture it in my head. And now some people will. Well, no, you saw an artist, maybe depiction of it that wasn't official. And then that was you would just associated that with the official logo. So you could say that, right? Someone could make that argument. Um, but no, man, I, I swear I would swear on almost anything that I oh, yeah. remember the corner. There's the a number of people logo on the brand. There's a number of people who remember it because that's how they learned what a cornucopia was. Yes, yes, exactly. That was so for a lot of people. That was their. <laughs> yeah, because you see it around, you see it around Thanksgiving, and it's like I don't know what that's called. I do not know what that's called. And then you learn what it's called because you ask somebody what it's called because it's on the fucking underwear logo. Yeah, yeah. 
I think it's a psyop. I think I think Fruit okay. of the Loom is psyoping people into thinking that the cornucopia never existed and thinking this is a Mandela effect thing as a form of viral marketing. That's what I think it is. Yeah, for a lot of them, I'm like neither here nor there. Like the was it the Bernstein or Bernstein yeah, bears the Bernstein or whatever. Thing, that yeah. one is just like that one's like yeah i can imagine someone just misremembering the name the name i can imagine a lot of people misremembering that because uh steen makes more sense than stain like it's something that that you would that you would you 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 might even misread it just reading the word uh because we know if you mix up letters in the middle of a word people will generally read the word okay if you're i do that too i I miss typos sometimes because i do my brain like auto corrects it uh, yeah, you know what I mean, right? So like, I yeah, I so that one just seems more like yeah, that's probably just a mental misunderstanding. That's you know what I mean. Yes. Uh, some of these are like, no, I'm being gaslit right now. <laughs> yes, I, that's that's what I'm. Yeah, uh, and I think that's what this one is. I think this one's gaslighting. I think uh, I think this logo absolutely existed, and yeah, the fruit of the loom. Uh, there's a the, they have a there's a patent. A, uh, not a patent, a, a trademark filing for it with a cornucopia. Um, oh, is there? Yes, there is. And so I think that existed. That absolutely existed. Yeah. And, and the the, the that, idea that it didn't is a lie. Yeah, there, there's there's some you know Mandela effects. That I just think yeah, I can I can write that off. Or that it's just you know uh, misremembering. Uh, but some of these are like, no, God damn it. I saw the cornucopia. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it on there. It's one of the only ones I will say this. It's one of the only ones that makes me actually consider that the Mandela effect might be real. Right. It's one of yeah, the only exactly. ones that makes me actually consider like maybe we're actually like every time they fire up the large Hadron Collider, we're actually jumping into a different timeline and things change. Right. Yeah, you right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's the it's the only one that makes me think it's real. Right. Yeah. And and what's the what's the OG Mandela thing? Well, obviously, the, you know, people think mean thinking Mandela died in prison, but also right. like the the Sinbad movie or whatever. The one that blew it up. Uh, um <laughs> Oh yeah, the Sinbad movie. So, people mixing up people were mixing up two movies. They were mixing up yeah. Shazam and Kazam. Okay, yes. And that was the the thing there, um, mm-hmm. which makes perfect sense because they came out, as I recall, they came out relatively close to one another in the nineties right. when a lot of kids were watching it. So it it I I totally understand that one too. Um, mm-hmm. That was one of them. And then there's also, uh, of course, Mand- Nelson Mandela Mandela didn't die in prison is the is the one it's named after. I can't remember the one that blew it up. There was one. It was the Bernstein Bears one that blew it up. That was a very popular one, yeah. Yeah, that's when I first saw, heard of it. Was when people were talking about the Bernstein Bears, and that that is what I recall blowing yeah. it up. Was was when mm-hmm. that occurred. But just like that, uh, also, what about the? Um, how are you feeling with the the Jif or Jiffy uh, peanut butter one? Uh like, like Jif. People think it was called Jiffy. It was never called Jiffy. That's what they say. It was never called Jiffy. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true either, but that's what they say. <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. Like, like Jiff is short for Jiffy. I remember when it changed. Yeah, people are saying that logo, the Jiffy logo, was never official. 
I am, I, I don't believe that. No fucking way, dude. (laughs) I always remember, why, okay, maybe this is just, you know, how some people will say things that aren't the official name, but they'll give, like, nicknames to things. So maybe I just said Jiffy when I was short, because the Jiff kind of, you know, leads into Jiffy, just naturally. So maybe, but I remember calling Jiff peanut butter as a kid Jiffy. I seem to remember it being marketed that way. Yeah, as Jiffy peanut butter. It's, I, it's I, hard I'm, to sometimes. Yeah, I I don't I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> oh, what about this one? I this one I I actually looked uh, looked up one. How, um, Oscar Meyer. Is there an A in Meyer? No. And there never was, because I remember the song from when I was... What? It's M-A-Y-E-R? Look it up. No kidding. That one I can understand me getting wrong just because I was a kid when I heard the song. But, yeah, you're right. Holy shit. I can understand getting that one wrong, though, because I would have heard the song as a kid mm-hmm. and, and just Meyer makes more sense. That's kind of like Bernstein Bears, where it's like I can totally understand people assuming it's Steen just because Stain doesn't make any sense. Right. Right. That, that one tracks to me. That one, that one I totally get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where some of them, Jif, I'm thrown by. And the 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 fruit of the loom thing, I think, is a fucking psyop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the uh, go ahead. Oh no, I was I was wrong. I thought of something and then I was wrong about it. So never mind. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that that was a that was just a Mandela effect thing that I that I saw. Magnus yeah. had posted it, and I was like, I I, I think that's a psyop. I don't think that's real. I don't think yeah, some a- of these just seem like the psyops to me because I just can't come to a rational explanation. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I, I can think, okay, maybe I did just really remember that. And that's entirely possible. Like, your yeah. memories are not perfect. It's very easy to misremember things and have false memories, right? Yes. Like, just things that are just a little off from what they actually were. That totally happened. Um, some of them are feel so real and so tied to your past that it's just impossible to convince me otherwise that yeah. this was not real the cornucopia <laughs> you know I mean? yeah the cornucopia is that for me it's it's so yeah i i i remember it so vividly it 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 i there's a lot of stuff that references it i mean there there were um a another couple one, of newspaper articles another one for me it. another one for me are you familiar with pokemon like pikachu specifically yeah, yeah. i remember and this is a common one and that's also something about the Mandela effect is that it seems to be there's there seem to be certain common things that people latch on to. That is an interesting aspect of it. Yeah. Um, but I remember there being a little like black part of Pikachu's tail at the very end. Uh, I, I remember it being brown, but yes. No, it's all yellow. His tail is all yellow. Huh. Yeah, that's weird too. 
Because I remember that being brown, and it had like the it had like yeah, zigzags on the bottom. Side by side, like pictures of it, one detailing what it what I thought it looked like, and one detailing what it is. Actual one looks. Do what now? <laughs> Wait, you broke up a little bit. The, oh, the... Sorry. sorry. Uh, when I look at two pictures of like Pikachu, one doing an artist an artistic representation of what I thought it looked like and yeah. one that it was apparently the actual real one the real one looks fake to me it looks in the raw yeah uh, do you think it's possible that's one of those because here's the thing there's one of these two for we are the champions where mm-hmm. the 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 Mandela effect for that is that Freddie Mercury never says of the world at the end of we are the champions that 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 Wait, doesn't he doesn't, he doesn't. Okay, but it it is bullshit because there's two recordings of that song. Okay, good. I was about to lose my mind. (laughs) Right. That's the thing, right? So there's there's a that's that's one of those that people latch on to. But it's like, no, 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 no. There's there's absolutely a version of that song that that he says we're of the world at the end. That yes. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. You know exactly what it sounds like because you heard it before. Um, uh, So that. That one is one that is not a real Mandela effect. It's totally bullshit because there's two different versions. I'm wondering if maybe that Pikachu one could be part of that. I'm wondering if there's some yeah, old art or something. Wrong on like a, a package or something. Right. Or something. You know what I mean? Something like that and it's stuck in your head. If uh, there's some old art like that. that where Pikachu is depicted as having that black on, on the end of the tail that is just – it's just old art that, that didn't end up sort of um, – it was just taken out at some design phase or whatever. Because I can totally see that happening. Right. Yeah. So very much like the of, yep. like the of the world thing where it's like, no, there's actually two versions. It's just this is the popular one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, but but the cornucopia one on the... Uh, I will never budge from that. There was no, I mean, a cornucopia. I will never budge. 100% ever. there was. From that. There absolutely was. I, I really do think that, that Fruit of the Loom, the Fruit of the Loom company, whoever, I don't know, they're probably owned by a fucking megacorp. I, 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 I whoever it is, is lying. They're lying. Yeah, liars. right. Man, Some people, if I had all that money, I would probably do psyops like that too. Oh, where yeah. Where I just like convince, I just pay a bunch of people and get to like reverberate the same thing that I'm saying. Yeah, there was never this. Yeah, that never existed. No. What are you talking about? Yeah, no. Just for fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's, uh, I, that one I do think is, a, is an actual psyop. I, I, I don't think that's real. Yeah. There was actually someone who had a theory yeah. that it turns out when they were using that logo, they were actually infringing on a trademark. And so mm. they swatched away, but that doesn't make any sense because it was like 30 years they were using that logo. Because people right. remember yeah. it all the way back to the seventies. And I remember it from the nineties. Yeah. Part of it too. There was one person who had a, uh, who had a theory that it appeared, but not on the clothing that it appeared in marketing material, which would mm. make some sense, except that why would you change your logo between your marketing material and your product? Right. Yeah. Like why would you add something that you weren't going to use in other places? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, part of the point like of the logo is that it's uniform across everything. So why would they do, I, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, that just that occurred to me because I was remembering <laughs> Yeah, Magnus had posted about it the other day and it 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 fucking it 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 really stuck in my craw a little bit. 
I wasn't not I wasn't Magnus goddess thing. It was just like that that idea just really bothers me. I, I really think that one's a psyop. Yeah, me too. Um or it's a legitimate thing the, that we're actually no it's not jumping between jumping between uh b- between realities, realities. every time CERN my, finds my a that, collider. my thing with that is always like you know with if their explanation for the mandela effect is if we're crossing realities why is it only small things that people misremember right? and debate about why isn't it huge historical events right you, you know? would say so you'd say mandela's death it might be a big historical event but other than that you don't hear about no actually the nazis won world war ii right know? exactly <laughs> why isn't why it ever like little oh no benjamin like, franklin was a president like why like, right yeah, yeah exactly. why isn't it anything that's like kind of important yeah right yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, Carthage actually won. That was the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Okay, do you have anything else? Uh, No, I think I'm good. All right, man. Well, let's do plugs then. Okay, yeah. Uh, So you can find me on Twitter at Ace underscore Arcus. You can find me on Blue Sky at acearcus.bluesky.social. And you can find me at Substack at acearchist.substack.com. I should have I should actually have a new piece out either tomorrow or Tuesday. Or well for your when you're listening to this, I guess it'll be Monday. Monday listeners when this releases, I might have it out sometime that day or on Tuesday. That's All what right. I'm shooting for at the moment. So keep a lookout for that. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Um and uh I'm pacing Joska, J O U S K A, uh on Twitter and uh on Blue Sky as well. Blue Sky uh Bisky.social, isn't it? I can't remember now. Um, Bisky.social, yeah. Yeah, I have to look at it every time I say it. Um, and yeah, that's that's all mine. Um, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Later, guys. Have a good one. God save the queen, man. God save the queen, man. <laughs> <laughs>